Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah. <laughs> I'm Dan. And this is Ed. <laughs> and this is um, the last week of August for uh, procrastination. Um, my first point that I wanted to bring up, and I brought it up on my Facebook account. Nathan Fillion wants to play Booster Gold. He announced this at Chicago Wizard World, and I, yes, for one, please. say yes. He yes, looks the part. He looks the part. He he acts the part. Like that. He would, is the part. <laughs> he is a time traveler. Just just just. I wouldn't say diet blonde, even though Booster Gold is blonde. I would probably say diet a light brown. Light brown. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, almost the same hair color he has, but lighter. Yeah, like a nice auburn, mm-hmm. perhaps. Um, <laughs> my question is. I would want to see. I want him. If I do get a booster gold, there's a part of me that wants to make it a buddy comedy, and put him and pair him up with, with a blue, blue beetle. beetle. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Which one though? The, yeah. Well, it would be Ted Cord. Ted Cord was his best friend. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, what do you think they would actually go with? Because because the new blue beetle is the new craze, and they could still have Ted Cord. But I I, I I I can almost see them trying to go for the new one and just referencing Ted Cord and have like flashbacks with him and stuff. Yeah, but to me that that to me that wouldn't be funny. That would be more yeah. like a you're not my friend, like 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 a like a kid dealing with a stepdad kind of feel. <laughs> um, you're not my real friend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that brings me back to like one of my favorite issues of Booster when he he was yelling at a guy who said he wanted to be a superhero and he was sick of of other superheroes telling him that like you know you can't join the club and he's like you think this is a club and he finally reaches that level of um, of loss. Uh, for anger, he yeah. just like starts yelling and berating the guy, and then like it essentially turns into him yelling at that guy, and it turns into him yelling at Ted, yeah. essentially. And like, but yeah, like I don't know. I wanted I wanted Ted Cord. I would want it Ted Cord and just be the two of them. I would too, I guess. And it wouldn't be that hard in a sense, just because the fact like all of the all of the CGI that they did for Watchmen. To make his Archimedes ship, mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I was thinking. You can just re—it's pretty much the, like like enough of the same character that you can, you know, it can be done. Well, because that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. When they made Watchmen, they had collected a whole bunch of licenses from other comic book companies that had gone under. Mm-hmm. Like Rorschach was supposed to be Question, uh, Night Owl was supposed to be Blue Beetle, but then they were like, let's just make up a bunch of new people. Yeah, and have them fill the same exact roles. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like I would, I would love to see a Nathan Fillion Booster Gold movie. That would be oh, amazing. Really yeah, that'd be pretty much the best. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like if they did make that movie, it would almost... That would be as close as DC would make to how Marvel is making their movies. Yeah. Like, well, Booster well, Gold feels like it would be there. To, they're not afraid to have fun with their movies. Yeah. Which I think what it needs to be done with DC a little more. Yeah. Like, did you hear that that rumor? Uh, the guy that played uh, Zod in the last uh, Superman movie? Mm-hmm. He, he said that he was going to be in the new one, but he had flippers or something? Yeah, I'm like... Like, is that real? Or? I don't know, and it scares me if it is. I'm like, I'm like one of two things. Either he's just trolling, or he's supposed to be playing Doomsday. That's the, the two theories. But even then, Doomsday had hands. Yeah, right? So, I, I don't know. Like, I'm going to be a seal in this movie? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> he's play, he's playing underwater it. Doomsday for Aquaman. <laughs> No, there's no villain. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying, <laughs> trying to, think, to think of underwater. I'm trying to think of, why don't you just make one now? <laughs> Hold on, I was trying to think of what of, of Aquaman's villains, and then yeah. I went Black Manta, Ocean Master. That's it. That, that's the extent of my knowledge of Aquaman's villains. But like, the Fisherman it was that that guy from one issue. He was literally just a fisherman that, that caught Aquaman. That's a real thing. He he just used a fishing rod. That was all he had. 
<laughs> it's like a tuna sandwich connected to it. Yeah. And I go, ooh, <laughs> why? Why would he go after a tuna sandwich anyway? Well, because all he has to eat are fish. Yeah, I've been getting into DC a little bit again. I've been trying to get into DC again. Mm-hmm. I I really really liked Secret Six. I'm getting into Secret Six now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so good. Well, I always love the original series. Yeah, I think I think it was Gail Simone that wrote that one. Mm-hmm. Um, with there's, like there's characters that come back from the various Secret Sixes in in this one. Uh-huh. But uh, I feel like you especially would like this one because I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> but they they bring back a character that you like in the New Fifty Two, and it's a really big twist on how they do it, and it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah, I got to go check that out then. Um, and you do, too. Uh, and you? And you? Uh, well, of course I got it. I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> this episode of the podcast is sponsored by shipabackofdicks.com, which is a real website that I found. <laughs> uh, it allows you to ship a bag of dicks to somebody's house, and they're they're basically all things you would suck, like candy and lollipops and so it's like the bomb confetti website yeah yes, except, except exactly like, with a bag of dicks except, except, it's, except it's candy dicks except it's a bag of dicks yeah and in the in the end i would rather get the bag of dicks <laughs> than the glitter just because the glitter you all can, i'm gonna do with that is vacuum it up and never deal with it again speaking of which you can add uh, you can add glitter to it for five dollars <laughs> That's also you a real the, thing. You get the best of both worlds. <laughs> At least the, with the candy dicks, I can break them into pieces and just put them in a $90 candy dish that I bought and mm-hmm. set it aside for people. And sell them to Ned Flanders? Yeah. Kids mm. love candy. I do. Yep. Not, well, you're, you're, not candy dicks, though. You're, you're a child, is what I'm trying to say. Oh. So someone had to tell them. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Well, I was in a coma. So. You're, you're a giant bearded child. <laughs> Gonna be a talk, that's gonna be a new show. <laughs> Giant bearded <laughs> child. <laughs> I want that catchphrase. Well, this is a hairy situation. It's pretty much just uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> just <laughs> child. That's a sitcom. Oh, well, God. it's kind of like Gordito from uh, Dr. McNinja. The, one of the kids, he's a 10 year old boy who has a full grown mustache because he grew it for like pure will because he's Ron Sonson. I was thinking of that little kid. Um, I was thinking of that. Ma- if you ever saw MythBusters when they made that that baby mask, oh god, oh, god no, yeah. no! <laughs> you promised me you would never speak of this again. I don't know which was creepier, the baby mask or that time when he was wearing the other guy's face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, the baby mask. Yeah, probably. In 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 without seeing and in context, other person's face yeah. to actually view it, baby mask mm-hmm. would probably be the the best. That's, that's creepy. True. <laughs> What else has been? Uh, I feel like I should probably tell Ed about this. Uh, you heard about uh, Pokin? Oh, I was about to pro- bring that up right now. Okay. Did you know about it? Oh, dude. <laughs> All right. So, first things first. Uh, there's new the new. You know, did you hear about the new Pokemon tournament? That, oh, tournament? Uh, no, 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 um, yeah. not the Pokemon. Yeah, I, I know about oh, that one too. We'll talk well, about that. We'll yeah, talk yeah. about that after. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you know about the the like the fighting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or anything yeah. Like that? It's coming for the Wii U. And they're announcing the new characters. And one of the characters I already called this, no one can take it, is the, the Pikachu Lucha Libre. Okay, my question to you is, what happens if Halucha gets announced? I have two characters. <laughs> you, can, you cannot I call dibs on both. both. You look, cannot look, call dibs on both. Look, it's going to be like Smash, okay? You guys are going to have to fight over the color you like the best. I'm going to have the whoever wins gets that color. <laughs> you can't triple stamp a double stamp. <laughs> you can't did. triple stamp a double did. stamp. <laughs> um... But yeah, into the other news about Pokemon tournaments. 
Um, it was in Boston, I believe. Mm-hmm. Two guys. The Pokemon World Championship. Because it wasn't yeah, yeah. just Pokemon. That was just happened to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, this is where, like, where people prevented. literally pull out the Pokemon card game, the Pokemon yep. video game. Like, every sing- anything that you can do competitively with Pokemon was at this tournament. And um, two guys who, I think they discussed it online, like over message boards. Yeah, they had already said they were going to do it. It was a Facebook, it was a Facebook they didn't group say they, were they posted gonna, it. They didn't say they were going to do it, but they made like terrible jokes at it yeah uh, well they posted they posted a, a picture of their trunk which had all the guns in it hmm. i'm just gonna i'm spoiling a little bit here <laughs> we haven't said what it is yet but it's all right like they were arrested for having a 12 gauge shotgun um an assault rifle yep and hundreds of rounds of ammunition and i think they also had a hunting knife yeah yeah but none of it like none of it was registered nothing was yeah yeah they didn't have a license for any of that yeah and they, and they were made gonna... a joke on the facebook group where they said like uh oh we're going to the ready for the competition yeah. i think and then somebody responded uh good oh, luck and he said uh hope uh, you make a killing yeah you're, i'm gonna get killing out there or something like that or he's made, made some sort of reference to killing oh, okay yeah and then and then that was sent to the to the boston police department mm-hmm. boston police department got them before they get into the building and they got all this stuff out of them and it was just it was scary. I'm glad no one was hurt. Yeah, seriously. Like, like that was that. But that could have gotten a lot worse. Yeah, it could have gotten a heck of a lot worse. Um, I think they will. Because they were both invited to the tournament, right? They were yeah, they're they're uh, invitees, TC, I believe. They're both uh, TCG players, I think. Mm. Was what it was. Yeah. <laughs> the, I, I do feel like the TCG players are crazier. Like, I remember reading a whole article about a guy that won like a big magic tournament while on while high on shrooms. <laughs> like, I always hear crazy stuff about that. I think I think it's just because of the fact that uh, TCG isn't as big, hmm. like especially when you even even like you know in Pokemon it's not as big as the the actual video game, and then even thinking of trading card games is not even that big. Yu Gi Oh is bigger, Magic the Gathering is yep. bigger. Um, so and and I and I always kind of feel bad for that. Like like imagine you're you're great at an amazing skill, but no one needs it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a master Pokemon the trading card game, but it's such a niche audience that like nobody really cares almost. Yeah, I mean they have their like, moments, but yeah, 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 it's 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 hard to get a publicity for it, and it's not a, it's not gonna be a you know you're not gonna win a million dollars playing that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like so it's like I, I feel like that could be a factor in what in like why they would go cray cray. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just. I, I'm just glad. Like I said, I'm glad nobody got hurt. Mm-hmm. Seriously injured. Yeah, I'm good. They caught him. Yeah. Oh, um, there's also a rumor that the because it got announced for the Wii U, uh, mm. Pokken. Yeah. yeah. Going back to that for a second, and uh, there's, there's a rumor that they might have like a like amiibos for it, mm-hmm. which would be would be amazing Ooh. because because um, I think the the classification for it also mentions I don't know what it's called, but the what's the um the tech that is in the amiibos? Okay. The kind of you know yeah. like the, the wireless thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it mentions that uh, specifically. Mm. I call dibs on the uh, loser Pikachu amiibo. Oh, I call dibs um, on the. Uh, it called the character. We didn't call the amiibo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm still, I'm still gonna get one. <laughs> you're gonna call dibs on your own. I'm not <laughs> Obviously, you're gonna call dibs on that one because it's yours. Oh yeah. Um, what was it? I heard that they announced. Um, I think they announced that when they're gonna release the Woolly World Yoshi amiibo. Oh yeah. As well, they've been, they've been delaying the game just to make sure that the. That they have enough. They said it was like November or something for yeah. the game. Because the, that game came out in Europe already, like yeah. a long time ago. But it, but and uh, I mean they they never said specifically why. But as far as I know, that's why the the North American one has been delayed so long. Yeah, and and then also um, I've also heard about uh, the release of the Mewtwo 
Amiibo mm-hmm. will also coincide with the release of the of the Yoshi Woolly World. Huh. Okay. One, so it'll be around uh, that time. Are they going to be in a pack? You think? Or I I doubt it because it's two different. Yeah, it's two different games. Yeah. But the fact that they're actually making um, DLC Amiibos. Yeah, what that Ryu is. Inter- yeah, a, 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 a real um, Amiibo. I kind of want. They're probably going to make him in Hadouken stance. But I want... Surprisingly, I want it Hurricane Kick. Mm. I want that, like, one leg up in the air. Yeah. like I'm a helicopter. Yeah, exactly. The pipes are broken. I want some pound cake. Hatsumaki oh. Senpukin, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I was just wondering how many, you, how many of those you had. <laughs> well, I remember when I was a kid, it was, uh, what's mine is yours kick. <laughs> what's mine is yours kick. Yeah, that's what I heard. I was, and we're sticking to it. <laughs> Oh, um, I tried to explain this to somebody else that had, that, that had never seen it, and it's so hard to explain. Uh, do you guys remember uh, De- Detective Heart of America? No. No. Nobody here remembers Detective Heart of America. Detective you know? Heart okay. of America? <laughs> okay, you know the guy that made, uh, like, Charlie the Unicorn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy, he made a, a bunch of shorts that were live action oh. starring Detective Heart of America, which was literally just a statue of a bald eagle. <laughs> And he was supposed to be a a uh, a cop, huh. <laughs> and then they were amazing. I, I I really should just show you all of them because they're they're all good. And then and then after like the third or fourth one, he actually had a Kickstarter to make a full night movie, and it is out now. There's a full length movie. It's, in it's this? an hour and twenty five minutes of the part of America battling crime. Yeah, just just to give you a perspective on it, uh, I think the first episode he fought a baby doll <laughs> who kept catching <laughs> he kept catching. Uh, the cop's bullets in his own gun. Like he would, what? he would, he would just put his gun up and apparently catch the bullet in his gun. Oh, oh I just got your bullet in my gun. No big D. Like he just kept saying that. <laughs> and I think he fought like a Pinocchio at one point. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, he fights different things, and it's it's pretty amazing. I want. That sounds like a good movie. Um, God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> okay. so, good. so good. Just that idea is is amazing. Bullet catching with your own gun. And it explains a lot because I totally forgot about it, and, and and I was like, why isn't he even making videos? Because he usually makes videos constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I know he ended like um, Charlie the Unicorn. He ended Charlie. He ended uh, Llamas with Hats. Yeah. And now ended. he just says Ghost House. Yeah. And I think that Amoeba thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you know he's he's ending the the anime. I'm I'm waiting for him to start a new series. Yeah. Um, which is which which should be fun because like if you haven't seen. Charlie the Unicorn. If you haven't seen Go to Llamas, Go to Llamas is fun until okay. it's not. Like you, it's the best way to. Did you pr- say goats with llamas? Maybe. I feel like you said goats with llamas and you said it twice. <laughs> and and that'd be, that, that's a good show too. <laughs> now, llamas with hats. If you haven't seen that one, it's fun until until it gets really creepy. But mm-hmm. the funny thing is that even at the beginning, it's kind of creepy, but it's creepy oh, yeah. in a fun way. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't get how it, it works. But it, the, did. it sneaks in the creepy. Yeah, it has a formula, and then that formula breaks down and just gets increasingly creepy. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it gets weirder and weirder until you're like, what? I'm done with this? <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of glad it's over now. <laughs> American Ultra came out. I really want to see that movie. I, I've heard it's good. It sounds good. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, uh, Max Landis actually recently on his on his Twitter, he posted, he's like, I don't, based on its opening weekend, because I feel bad because it got sixth in its opening weekend. Wow. It, Why? I don't know. It lost to Agent 47. 
And Agent Agent Forty Seven, as much as I I liked I like the idea of it, like I want yeah. I want to go see the movie. It only has like an eight percent. Wow, rating wise, I don't know. I saw a review. It sounded it sounded okay. It sounded yeah. it sounded like a fun action movie. Well, it sounds like it, it sounds like it'll be better than uh, the original Hitman movie. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I thought. I thought I thought not good, but better. Like like good enough. Like video, better than bad. It's good. Video, oh, yeah. video game movies are getting to that point where. We're working on it still. Like we're 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 at that stage, um, in in video game movies, where, um, like to compare it to comic book movies, this is about the age when we were having Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher, mm-hmm, and exactly. uh, that really cheesy Captain America movie <laughs> where the Red Skull didn't even only had his Red Skull up for like two moments in the film. Are we uh, are we the Nick Fury movie? Oh God, no. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the one with Hasselhoff. Oh yeah. Oh god. Um, well, we well one that was a TV movie, so you got to wait for a TV movie game game, game movie. movie that already. That, oh wait, that, House of the Dead two. I was gonna say Dead Rising. There was there's, a Dead Rising there, movie. There's two Dead Rising movies that are made for TV. Jesus Christ. Because I, <laughs> I, I remembered House of the Dead two. The movie was released for um, for sci-fi. Mm. And everyone was saying that was an amazing. It's like it's so much better than the first, the first House one. of the Dead, yeah. which isn't saying much. <laughs> but um, it's it it was uh, apparently it was really good in the good vein of like how sci-fi movies do, like cheesy enough to where you know you're not going into the best of movies. You know how c- sci-fi movies do, but coming out feeling like you know I'm glad I watched that. Yeah, exactly. I did not regret my time. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the the latest one was it L- Lava Lanchula? Lava? What? what? Yeah, there was a there was a uh, there was a movie that came out recently called Lava Lanchula, starring Steve Gutenberg, about uh, a volcano that erupts, releasing a bunch of giant fire spewing spiders. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, totally, I don't know what to say about that. I, I was expecting nachos for some reason, but I love how too. Also, there's, <laughs> recently there's been um the, the, for some reason they like putting w, old WWE wrestlers in there now because like yeah. Sharknado three had Chris Jericho. Lava Lanchula, I believe, had Rob Van Dam, hmm. and like I think I think he didn't die, so people are saying he could be in the sequel, um, which which sounds like fun. Uh, but yeah, like like there's so many bad movies on sci-fi, but then you watch it and you're like, that was so bad, but you feel so good for watching it because you knew damn well it wasn't going to be. The I think next. they're making it purposely bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, like I remember there was one called Blast Vegas about a mummy that basically haunted the Luxor. Like basically, because you know how Luxor used to have like actual Egyptian artifacts in it. Yes. Well, they brought yes. in a mummy that was actually haunted, and they needed to like so, to cure the curse because it was causing sandstorms in Las Vegas, killing people. And th- that movie had Barry Bostwick, who you know from Spin City or the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, and uh, what does that have to do with Blast Vegas? Frankie He's Muniz. getting to it. Well, because the the sandstorms would cause like the windows of the hotels like just blast it. Like it would cause like just like massive destruction. Just uh, okay. Blast. Yeah. yeah. They, I, they, 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 it was a stretch. I no. almost lost my headphones just on the name. <laughs> <laughs> I leaned back so far. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's literally your suspension of disbelief is how far back you can lean. <laughs> yeah. If I fall out of my chair, that's when it's gone. <laughs> we hear a ba-dump, followed by a what? <laughs> well, it's to be really quiet because I'm far away from the mic. I have a question. Yes. At what point has it gone too far? Made any? At what point has a game uh, 
been ruined by making it too easy. Because cause there's, a, there's a thing that happened here. <laughs> Apparently, well, Final Fantasy VII came out for, for iOS. Mm-hmm. And I found out that there's an option from the very beginning of the game. It's not it's not DLC, so I'm not super mad about it. It's not like it's something you buy. Mm. But uh, it just comes with the game. It lets you completely turn off random battles. And you can you can hit another option that completely maxes out all your stats. For forever. <laughs> like well, for the whole it's, game. It's, it's like um, Kirby's Epic Yarn. I hated it. I mean, it took me a long time to to admit it, but the reason I hated it is because it was too easy. You, you, it was way too easy. You couldn't die, and it was. Yeah, I love the story, but just to me, this is just like I feel like this is a way for somebody just to go. You need to play it, just experience the story, and 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 in my mind, I think this is a bad way of going about it. Mm. Like what I would, what I th- honestly think they should do is just release. Um, kind of like what they did in uh, the Kingdom Hearts remixes, because mm-hmm. if you got if you had 1.5, it came with Kingdom Hearts One, um, Rechain of Memories, and 358 by I think yeah, 358 over two days. Um, but 358 over two days was just, was just a movie, the, which is yeah, that's all you really need for that game. I feel like because yeah. you kind of want to the story, but the game wasn't that great. Yeah, and they did and they did it again in 2.5. They they released another movie. Um, one of the one of the three things that you got was just a movie of like the cell phone game or something or what was it? No, it actually, it might have been Dream Drop Distance that they did for the for two point five. I don't think so. No, I think th- I think three fifty eight over two days was in two point five, mm. and one point five it had Birth by Sleep. Okay, yeah, that makes it more sense. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get what they're what they're going for because I feel like it it could appeal to like you said those people that just don't want to like they want to experience it. They don't know what it's about, but they don't really care yeah. enough. But also, maybe people that just want to play through the story again, and they played it so many times already, and so they're just kind of like, like whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, the one thing, if if nothing else, the one thing that I feel that would be fun to do, um, if you want to make Final Fantasy VII easy but not too easy, mm-hmm. is uh, level share. Oh, like like whenever you level up, everybody in your party levels up. They'll too? still they'll still get experience, maybe not as much. Yeah, but they'll still like level up along with you. Because I I remember for a fact when I was when I was younger, I never played as Yuffie, mm-hmm. little ninja girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you get to that one area that's just Japan, and you have to and you have to have her in your party, and she's like dying every battle because she's like level twenty something or whatever level she is when you get her. Yeah, and everybody else is like in their forties and fifties. I feel like I always end up playing the character that's like that because I always just love to steal items. So and they would make it. Yeah. Be, but I guess you don't need to use her in seven for that. But I think I probably did anyway. That, that was one of the main reasons why I didn't. Why like, I love seven storyline wise. Mm. I hated seven strategy character building wise. Because mm. by the end of seven, I just had a bunch of of healing, magic using badasses that also had some form of Bahamut. One yeah. had Bahamut, one had bah- Neo Bahamut, one had Bahamut Zero. Yeah, there was, there was no need for uh, differentiation based on the character themselves. Yeah, it was just who's your favorite? Cool, that's your guy. <laughs> um, but then, like, like that's why my favorite is Nine because part of the part of the strategy is who you put in your team because you know you have the Knight, the Dragoon, the Thief, the Black Mage, White Mage, Summoner, Ninja. Um, that's why monk. I like. That's probably, is there a monk? that's probably part of why I like six so much too, because so much of it is based on their their unique skill that they they have. Yeah, you know, like like if you're playing like the old man, you're playing him for like the blue magic. Like only he can do the blue magic, you know. Yeah. If you're playing Gao, it's so you can you can try all those crazy monster skills you got. Yeah, that was Queena in nine. There was yeah. I don't think there was a monk. There was nobody that you just used bare fists. 
Um, tactics. Well, yeah, tactics. Tactics. You can, you can make whoever the hell you want. I love which I love even more. I, that, that's another thing. I miss tactics. I, 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 I've bought that game three times, twice for PlayStation One and once for PSP. I have still yet to beat it because I'm still like I still get to that point where like. I'm like building everybody. I'm like making sure everybody's got the full wheel scale, and then somebody borrows my game, and I never get it back. That happened. What, what, do, you, what do you keep the How did you? How did you give the PSP one? Did you buy that on PSN? How did you? No, no, no. I had the UMD. Oh, okay. do you still have it? I, I'm pretty sure. Somebody else has it. I'm pretty sure, but I think what, what happened with that one was that the uh, the battery for my PSP broke, ah. so I never got to finish it on PSP. Um. I think I could remember I'm with that. you, man. I got that broken Vita right yeah. now. Yeah. That's that's where my fallacy tactics was. <laughs> like, like, literally, I had it on there. And I beat it. <laughs> well, I, I beat it on PS1. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like, I miss the original tag. I, I feel the same way that people feel about um, Mario Mario RPG. Yeah. How everyone wants another Mario RPG, and everyone will go like, well, what about Paper Mario? Or Mario, Mario RPG. Or Mario Luigi Superstar Saga. It's like, no, 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 no. Those, those are Mario RPGs. I'm talking about a sequel to Super Mario RPG, the joint venture between Nintendo and Squaresoft mm-hmm. that brought us characters like Gino and Mallow. And, um, although our friend Matt's probably going to go like, forget Mallow. Who gives us crap? Gino, Gino, Gino. Uh, Gino, Gino, Gino. Gino, Gino, Gino. Gino, Gino, what kind Gino. of overalls does Mario wear? Gino, Gino, Gino. Denim, denim, denim. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, like I'm still waiting for for a, a good old fashioned like Mario RPG sequel. Mm-hmm. I loved the Mario and Luigi series. I loved. What if they did it in reverse? What if like they made like a Final Fantasy game made by Nintendo? Hmm. It sounds like it's gonna be that that new one that's coming out with all the chibi guys. Oh God, yeah, probably. <laughs> um. It'd be a new Chocobo Dungeon. That would probably be what, uh, if, if Nintendo... I miss Chocobo Dungeon. I'm not saying it's going to be a bad thing. Yeah, it's not, not bad. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not going to be... No, 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 gonna... just, you literally just remind me of Chocobo Dungeon. I just totally just, forgot. You just know, skip Chocobo Dungeon to the guys that make the uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon? The, the one that I want to get... The one that I want them to make again, because it was such a rare game. It was a game that like I never saw in stores, and I think I only played it once as a demo that a friend of mine had. Mm-hmm. Chocobo Racing. Oh yeah, that was a thing. That was that was that was fun. Like at least what I played of it, and like all the unlockables. Like you can unlock um, uh, Cloud on his motorcycle. Nice. You can unlock uh, Sid flying a little miniature high wind, and like all these little things. I was like, oh, that's cool. I want that. I think I think you even get uh, Barrett in the truck. Yeah. Huh. And like I'm like that sounds cool, and I want that, and it. I never saw a disc of it ever. Was that PS One? Yeah, yeah. And like you can, you can totally, you can totally sell it. Like, well, like I mean, you can sell it. You if you find the disc, you can play it on a PS Three because PS because PS Threes can play PS One. I then already just found that out. Huh? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. P, does the PS Four do that? No. I have no idea. No. I, I don't think the PS Four. I doubt cause, it because I know PS Four can't well, play PS Three. Let's see. Have you ever tried it? Kind of scared. I want to. I want to wait. I want to either do it on on somebody else's PS4. <laughs> or, yeah, exactly. exactly. So that way, if it blows up like my friend's Genesis did when he was a kid, um, I told you that story, right? No, you did not. Oh, my friend was playing a Sega Genesis, put in like I think Sonic Two, and when he turned it on, the game went Sega, and then we heard the. 
And a little stream of smoke started coming up from the back. So we like grabbed it, put it put it off to the side so it didn't burn up the carpet. <laughs> like every, every time he tells this story, I said to tell I said to tell about the time that my cousin's uh, NES uh, charging brick uh, melted. The, wow. the adapter portion. Yeah, it, it melted into a sludge. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> he he lived at the time. He lived uh, in the basement in a in a house in Arizona. Oh, so that's, it must and, have been cold as hell. And, it must have been very cold. And and he played it for probably over twenty four hours at least, if not more. And yeah, didn't didn't turn it off at any time during that that whole thing. And it was extremely hot. And yeah, that that happened. It, it just melted. Always a good time. Very good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People Is this talk, a beer commercial? People people always talk about like you know like uh, like you know like um, Xbox Red Ring of Death and like PS3 having their their yellow You're light right. and all this stuff. And then it's like you tell these stories of like <laughs> my friends. Nintendo like burst into flames. Oh yeah, well my like, like there was a grease fire started from a Genesis. I don't even know how that happened. The fire's still going on for mine. <laughs> you hear about the great brush fire of Ot Seven? <laughs> I feel like most of the stories involve bugs getting into the system because that was a thing that happened all the time. Because oh, yeah. they, they were just completely open and the, the bugs would just find their way in there. Yeah, they were open, and then also like the um, the the ventilation too wasn't as closed off like like yeah. nowadays it's more of like a mesh so it's almost impossible for them to get in but back in the old days it was just like kind of like a, a racer thing of fins mm. kind of feel that's why I always I, I was up the game in all the time yeah even though they said that's gonna screw it up but then you put in a you put, you put in a shitty game you know what yeah, else exactly. says it's gonna screw it up getting cute to putting alcohol on it you know what that works yeah you put you put in you but, but i was gonna say you put in the bad game that you never want to play anyway like for me for my genesis that would have to be crusty super fun house mm. i played it i that was one of the first games i got for sega genesis because of the fact that everyone knows i love the simpsons one mm. of my favorite shows of all time i quoted what? i quoted like crazy um which, by the way there's also a simpsons podcast if you haven't heard it it's called everything's coming up podcast it's am- it's amazing. They actually get writers from the show and like producers from the show. It's it's a fun show. Um, check it out. Uh, my friend Allison and Julia host it. Julia. Uh, the game was Krusty opens up a funhouse, and uh, it's infested with rats, and you have to lead the rats to these um, chambers. Yeah, rat traps run by different people. Like one was run by Bart. One's run by Sideshow Mal. One's run by Corporal Punishment, who's a third, who's like a, a minor character of Krusty's group yeah. that you only see like three or four times in the entire series, and um, it's just weird. Like, and so it's a, and it's a puzzle game, but it's not a fun puzzle game. So it's like you're the uh, the, the Rat Piper, whatever. Yeah, like they just kind the of like pepper. it's one yeah. of those things. It's almost like Choo Choo Rocket, you know, where like they yeah, don't yeah. they don't move unless you tell them to move, or they'll they'll keep walking back and forth in the same spot until you put something in their way. That's how it was. But it wasn't a good thing in this game. It was like, oh, let me put a block here so they can move up. And then like, oh, now they fell into this part where like there's no way of getting them out. Reset. Like, <laughs> I always like the story of the Pied Piper. It's just like, what's the moral of that? Like, like pay the people or steal your children? Like, yeah, don't, 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 don't ask for help if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna provide for the services. Look, I got the rats out of your town. You're not gonna pay me. I'll take your kids. Like, like or, that, or that, maybe, could, that could be maybe, a story today about mobster exterminators. Like, <laughs> or maybe like what I was trying to say was that kids are rats because <laughs> it worked on both well, of kids, them. Kids like music. Yeah, 
Okay, yeah, the, the music br- brainwashing the masses. Like, we can go full-on, like, Occupy movement on this thing. <laughs> Get really deep about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. The music is a metaphor for... He was the Bensi of his age. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of him, um, have you seen the pictures of Dismal Land? No, I just heard about it, and I was like, ah, I don't even care about it. <laughs> I've seen some of the images. It looks weird. Like, like somebody... I think some, one of my friends posted... Um, it's like what you would give to the anarchist art school kid if you gave him, what what he would make if you gave him a blank check. Yeah, nice. like, that's pretty much what this is. Well, the, isn't that what happened? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I guess the thing is like it's like this one was like I tend to like his work because mm-hmm. sometimes it's like it's very thought provoking. It's very but I look at this, I'm like you're just kind of stating the obvious. It yeah. feels. That's what it sounded like to me. I felt like okay. I, well, I, I already get the point. He's trying to make this from the name, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, exactly. It, it's weird. Oh, um, have you heard of little <laughs> little battlers experience? LBX. No. No. Mm. It uh, it just came out. I think I want to say this week. <laughs> How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> well, because it's it's been around for a while. Even though it just came out in America, oh, okay. it's one of those things. Um. It's essentially because it's based on a kid's show, uh-huh. and, and it's basically what if somebody if somebody said, uh, "What if we just we, we want kids to buy uh, robot toys? What if we just make the robots in the show robot toys?" <laughs> so it's basically it's it's basically it's been done before, kind of right? Like, yeah, that's what the Decepticons were originally, kinda, because um, in Japan. The mm-hmm. Autobots and the Decepticons come from two actually two different shows, and then when they were brought over to America, they were made the Transformers. Yeah. Um, the Autobots were actually mechs driven by people. Yeah, and um, what the Decepticons were were ev- average everyday household items that protect you when you sleep. Huh. And like they come to life at night, mm-hmm. and they transform and they save you. That's why that's why Megatron's a gun because it's something that's so small. They weren't supposed to be giant things like they are in the actual Transformers cartoon. That's and that's why the leader was supposed to be Soundwave because in the original Japanese cartoon, the leader was the was the the radio. And that's why if you look at the Decepticon logo, well, it's that actually makes sense because he's the one that would be the loudest. He'd be the one able mm. to give commands and things. He'd be the loudest, and he'd always be the one that's out, mm. out, out in my out. mouth. Um, but yeah, and and that's why, like, if you look at the Decepticon logo, it's actually Soundwave's face. Yeah. Um, instead of Megatron's, you'd think it'd be Megatron. But, but yeah, but like, but like, that's what it was. Was it was like, like you know, like this little kid has little toy jets, and they transform to like protect him, and then hmm. gun, his dad's gun transforms to protect him, and <laughs> and like, um, and yeah, and I think part of that is the reason why they don't make Megatron into just a gun anymore. <laughs> He's supposed to be a dinosaur holding a gun. <laughs> Or a dinosaur with the head of a gun. Doesn't that make doesn't that make him hold himself? Yeah. His beast war self just holding his, his Decepticon self. Like holding his junk. Anyway. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, it's it's this game. It's a it's a game based on the show. Mm-hmm. And the show is, is like I said, it's it's kind of a thinly veiled marketing campaign. And and it's it's uh I feel like there's been it's been done before, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I completely forget the name of the show that I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically kids kids babyladed with these things, but they're but they're little robots that they control. Oh, Bakugan, I think is oh, like, yeah. like one of those ones. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just little robots, and uh, you can mix and match their parts to make your own one, and that's how the toys work too, as far as I know. Like, uh, so like the show, the whole thing is all toyetic. It it is toyetic, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like um, it's like Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. Although it reminds me of I, think- I love 
I love the fact that they do that with toys now, where it's like mix and match to make your your own personal figure, and it's like sometimes it works, like like the robot one. I'm all, I can see it that working yeah. that way. Like even back in the old days of Meta, <clears throat> Metabots, Metabots worked that way. Yeah. But then like they do it with like Ninja Turtles. Oh god, yeah, I don't, like, I, I, see, I don't know about I those. see those figures all the time. And to me it doesn't even look like they were designed to do that. It just looks like as if they just pers- they purposely broke a Ninja Turtles toy <laughs> and told you to put it back together however the heck you want because like you still see those ball joints that I'm used to seeing like yeah. when when I used to accidentally break my old 80s oh, yeah, turtles. Oh yeah, put it back together not that, right. There's a little like pop like kind of thing in there. And I'm like, "Okay, you all you're doing is you're selling a toy that and telling them to do what you would figure out to do when you were eight. Mm. Like, I want him to have Shredder's arm. <laughs> and that's all it is. I'm like, well, you're not even making a new you're just, toy. You're just turning into the kid from Toy Story. Yeah. You're, you're becoming Sid, except that you're not making hookers. That's, that's true. You didn't make hookers. hookers and spider babies. Yeah. That's one with the legs. Hookers, <laughs> spider hook? babies, and surprise hand jobs. God damn it. I would be mad if you went wrong. <laughs> um, That's why I play Pop Goes the Weasel. <laughs> new, uh, new band name, Surprise Handjobs, <laughs> opening for the Breakfast Scientist. Pen pending, pen pending, pen pending, pen pending, pen pending. I want to go back to that little batteries thing, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, but it came out for 3DS. And uh. It looks fun. It's basically like Armored Core style, third person, using a robot, and you can you can choose all the weapons and things that they're they're using because it's interchangeable. Mm. The storyline is 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 it's just Pokemon. Okay. It's just literally like I just watched the beginning of it, and it's like your dad was really good at this, but but he's dead now, and, and then these three people show up. They want to steal the thing that you have. You gotta fight them like <laughs> over and over. Actually, that that that. That Actually, reminds me of there's an RPG for the Super Nintendo called Robotech. Robotech. That sounds so familiar. Where you're a little kid, you build robots, and um, you interchange them. Like you can give him an axe weapon, mm-hmm. but then like the axe weapon's only level one, and then you find a gun arm that's like level two, so you switch it out for that, and then or then you can get a sword hand or just a fist or whatever, and you just build robots piece by piece. You build them up, you make up to three. And then like just have them fight. Oh whatever. yeah, it was it was an RPG, right? Yeah, it was it was an RPG. Oh, God, that game was so good. I remember my first one. I, like when I was a kid, I always the first one I would do is I would make a red one and I would name him Cubics. Nice. Just because I was that stupid. Like, <laughs> not 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 stupid as in I couldn't think of anything better, but stupid as in he's a robot that I can make into anything. Cubics, Cubics of course. <laughs> yeah. Let me reference a show that only had two seasons on. Kids WB at 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Hey, hey, I made a Freakazoid reference. <laughs> Freakazoid was on at 10. They got prime time morning hours. How many seasons? But they only, they only had two seasons, uh, too. Yeah, I know. And okay. then they kept switching their hours because. Because <laughs> I remember um, back in the day watching Kids WB, they always had the map. And they would show you, like, we're I'm going to map, the. I'm a map. Because they would show I'm the Warner map. Brothers lot. And, like, here's the here's the soundstage where they make the, the Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries. He's like, mm-hmm. we're going to here. Followed by, and they'd go to the Water Tower Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. And then they'd show Acme Labs. And, and, and they'd always end it with two shows. One was Freakazoid. And then the last one was um, uh, Earthworm Jim. And so that's how, I, that's how I always remember it. It was like, I'm all like, Freakazoid got prime time. Uh, 
cartoon hours. Yeah. It's like you you might miss the seven o'clock show, but you were not good. You were, you you'd be you damned didn't. if you were going to miss the ten o'clock. <laughs> you you woke up at the latest eight thirty, so you can watch your freaking cartoons. I just remember get your cereal ready. Yeah, I remember when I was five and watching Pee Wee's Playhouse, and that was the show that was on at seven a.m. on channel on CBS, and. Um, wanting to scream at the word of the day, but it was freaking 7 a.m. <laughs> Why would you, they you do that? that? I don't know about that. that, that made you me made like... the mistake once, <laughs> then you got in trouble. <laughs> well, two, um, when I was when I was five, I uh, that was when my baby brother was born. So I and I had to share a room with him. So I'm watching uh. TV and I'm trying not to scream because I got a newborn. <laughs> Right there. Yeah, exactly. Just scream right into the crib. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> he screams back I'm winning at me. You. Um, but yeah, like that. That the word game. of the day is wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> That cartoon is just really. Um, that sounds interesting. That video game. Going back to that. Oh god! Yeah. Okay, I just keep going back to it. That the entire podcast. <laughs> is this the um, theme of the podcast? <laughs> Today's episode. <laughs> will we ever finish that preview? I also, I also like that uh, they're they're very small, so they actually kind of work that into it. Like the first fight, mm-hmm. it happens on your mom's uh, table because they basically bust into your house trying to steal it from you. Mm-hmm. So you fight her, and you're fighting her on the table. So there's like a bowl of fruit there and stuff that you can use as cover, and like, and you're literally on the table. You can stick the TV in the background and stuff. It's pretty cool. Nice. And and it's not just one on one. Like, because I I kind of think when I think about my core, I think I'm mostly just one on one fights. Mm-hmm. But this is like uh, there's like there's like three on one is what's happening in the first fight because you're fighting the three three thieves. Right. I <laughs> there's a part of me that kind of makes that 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 kind of idea like die for me just because the fact like you know these people are gonna try to kill you so use your microscopic robot. Meanwhile, yeah. that wins because one thing in Pokemon. To be where, fair, to be fair, that robot had a gun. Like, and the, there's like a little animated cutscene before the fight starts, and there's the thing is shooting bullets at him, and he just he covers behind the wall. <laughs> I'm like, that's. What? That's pretty deadly for a kid's toy. Okay, so that, that's better than because I was thinking to myself, I'm like, if it's a tiny little robot and you have grown men fighting you with your with their robots, what's to stop them from punching you? Right. Because at least with Pokemon, you have a Charmander throws fire that can still breathe fire at a normal human being. Right. Like, oh, you got like a little machop. <laughs> punch the guy. Yeah, exactly. And like for this one, it's like tiny little robot, micro machine robot. <laughs> What's to stop hey, them from punching you in the hey face? Hey, man, look at Ant-Man. <laughs> I wasn't going to say. Um, I, was lo- I was laughing. I love there's this new um, there's this new Twitter account that I've been following lately. It's called Ness It's Your Dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and all, of, all of the posts are just a gif of the text box where it's, it's Ness's dad, dad talking calling to you. you. Yeah. And even the avatar for it is just the phone. <laughs> And I love he's working on, I think he, he just finished chapter one of his tweet. So it's like, it's actually a full story huh. if you read it. And like, he's like, well, I'm, cool. work, well, I'm still working on chapter two. I figured I'd show you some, some outtakes. And like, you, ever, if you remember that scene in Earthbound where you save all that money to buy the house? Mm-hmm. Um, Ed, Ed is shaking his head no. <laughs> yeah, because I've they, never played They can't it. see that on the podcast. It yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> just, just say shake well, his it's, head loudly. It's not, a, it's, it's not a spoiler. Yeah. Like, like the house well, one. I'm not, I'm not saying like don't talk about it. I'm, saying, he's, he's I'm just, just saying, saying no. When you, you, you ask. ask. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> There's a scene, like, you know, when you buy it and you go in there and that wall's missing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like Ness's dad, like, is in a little box. Like, well, I mean, it's... 
At least that, that creepy guy that takes photos can't come in through the ceiling. Oh my god, he's coming through the ceiling! <laughs> Save Fuzzy Pickles. <laughs> Do like, it. Like, did, did, did he tell you to say pickles? It's really creeping me out, man. Like, like even Ness's dad is scared of the photographer that shows up at random points. Uh, it's a fun Twitter account. I found it thanks to Ashley Birch the, nice. the, from Hey Ash, What You're Playing, and mm-hmm. um, Tiny Tina from... I still find it weird. She was Tiny Tina in Borderlands 2, and you can hear kind of the Hey Ash, What You're Playing voice yeah. in that. Yeah. But then you hear Cassie Cage in you Mortal Kombat nothing. 10. Not I'm like, even. that doesn't sound anything like anything I've ever heard from her. I thought you were going to say it's weird watching the, the new season of Hey Ash, What You're Playing, because it, it really weirds me out. <laughs> because uh, his, his wife is still in it, yeah, and, yeah. and they're divorced now. Are they? Do you know that? No. No, they're, they're divorced, and the first half of the season was filmed before that. Oh. And the second half is filmed after that. So she's still in the episodes, like, they're, like and he still references her as his wife and stuff, and it just really weirds me out, because I know that, like, halfway through the season, she's probably going to just, she could just appear? What's going to happen? I kind of hope um, he wasn't the one that edited, because, mm. like, you know, that would kind of suck. It like it's 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 a it's still a very open wound I would feel yeah and like you have to be editing saying like oh it's my wife like oh it's not like <laughs> and and yeah like I would feel weird just in the same vein that you're saying um, but yeah I, I had no idea I never I don't delve into that kind of yeah like I'm like that's your business I just kept hearing like. about it like I don't I don't even know where I heard about it from yeah. yeah um it'd be what I what I feel would be funny. Mm-hmm. Is if the first episode that happens after they they split, um, they have their dad play whatever role she was gonna play. <laughs> I don't. As long as it's a dad, I don't care what he does. Like, he just needs to be in every episode. Yeah, their their dad is literally the saving grace of that show. Even in like the worst episodes of it, like the, mm-hmm. there've been a few bad ones, but he'll pop up and say something like, "Ah, that's 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 what got me." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like um. The, like the the Persona Three one. <laughs> Persona Three one is amazing. It's game you fucking kill yourself apparently. <laughs> uh, I like the Animal Crossing one. <laughs> I like I like the Smash Brothers one. This is the first three three on one and two on two history. <laughs> or uh, what was um Yoshi's Cookie? Oh yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Like this is this does not explain any of these. <laughs> I love how you made Ashley sound like Smithers. Or like, no. <laughs> oh man, I you leave Mr. Burns out of this. <laughs> Smith. Anyway. Uh, uh, so Ed, yo, Monster Hunter Cross. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> I haven't kept up because I've been sleeping. Because mm-hmm. I've been too old. <laughs> I, apologize, I, I, I apologize to everyone because for the last like two three weeks we've been doing overtime at work and I've been getting on like around five and all I've been doing is sleep. Yeah, been uh, practicing those uh, those those box puzzles for oh, yeah, for, uh, for for Pokemon RPGs and things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his job is to move the box from <clears throat> one spot to the other spot. Yeah. <laughs> if, if the years of playing Tetris has taught me one thing, it's trained me for this moment. Yeah. uh... Uh, two new things that came out recently because for a while people were saying that the uh, the aerial style that must run across yeah, yeah. which is which is where you can jump off of anything in order the to monsters. jump into the air um, and it's interesting because you can basically do any move in the air but you can't do those moves on the ground that's, yeah, a, so they, that's, they, the, that's the difference mm. so you kind of have to jump into the air to do all your moves 
Uh, you guys jump off of other hunters too. Like, like nice. literally anything you can jump off of. Like, <laughs> like I stopped off of a bug once that was just flying by. Uh, <laughs> um, people were saying that the, that the roll was going to have no invincibility, but it actually just has less. So that's mm. still good. Um, but one big change is that because they made the, they made mounting uh, harder. It sounds like to actually like you have, you have to oh, get yeah, more more, more mounting hits. But the the mountings like you can still attack the monsters while you're they're mounting them. Right? Not only can you attack the monsters while they're mounting them, attacking the monster while they're mounting it makes it easier to mount. Nice. So it actually speeds up the bar if your your friends hit the monster. Oh yeah, because it, it's not focusing the monsters yeah, no longer focusing on you trying to mount it. Exactly. But, so you're it's being distracted. That, that makes for you so to... much more sense to me because I hated that in, in everyone hated it, in, not just in, you, yeah, everyone. In, in four ultimate, if the monster no, flinches from an attack, uh-huh. then you get thrown off. It, it negates the. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways that the monster will flinch. And <laughs> it steps in the so lava. Annoying. Yeah, yeah. If you step in lava, so any stage with a bunch of lava is just like it steps out of the frame, so it throws you out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not a monster like to do that. Don't. They'll, they'll walk outside the bounds of the arena or the, with you on their back and then you're immediately just going to a loading screen. Or yeah. that glitch that one I saw where someone's jumping on like this giant golden monkey and it just and left. It, and it just left. But the guy's still like floating it's not, in It's not the, supposed to be able to jump away to a different area but it just did it and he was just in midair with no monster. <laughs> I love when you said you jumped off a bug and the first thing that popped in my head was... Um, it was an old anime. I want to say it was Mind Game. It was oh, that one with, yeah, with, Mind Game. Yeah, where they're stuck in the they're, whale. They're trying to escape from the whale. Yeah, uh, and it gets more and more insane. Like they're they're rowing a boat, but then they end up uh, basically the whale uptucks like a big wave mm. of water, and they're on the water, and then eventually the water goes away, and then they're just in midair, and then the the boat breaks apart, and then they're just running on whatever they can find, and he's like running on things that are floating in midair, and then he. He's running on a bug at one point, like you said, and at the very end, he's just, he's literally running on a on a, a molecule of air. It zooms in enough where you can see that that's what he's pushing off of. <laughs> that was a that was an interesting anime movie. Studio Four C, look them up because they got a lot of fun stuff. They they're very good at mind f's, right? Like that, mm-hmm. that particular yeah. studio. Yeah. Are they the ones that made Cat Soup? Uh, maybe. I'm probably. Maybe. That does sound I, right. I'm though. gonna say yes. Okay. I, oh, we and then I'll correct it later with our segment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I love their stuff. Plus, a lot of their stuff is, is them trying out different styles. Mm. Like, they'll have like an experimental uh, movie that'll come out or or a short, mm. and that one will just do a bunch of crazy effects, and then and then they'll use that footage to figure out what, uh, what they can use in their mainstream stuff, and then they'll use like one of those effects, you know, in a really cool way. So it's kind of like, kind of like Pixar in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you make the you make the, the you, you the, make the one for for commercial success, and you make the one for your artistic. Yeah, like like um. You make like a cars. You make a Wally, and then you make a Cars, and yeah. you make a, something else, and you make another Cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Toy Story, I think was the only one that was like literally a good combination of um, commercial success plus artistic vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because three. Three got me. Three, three, three got, got me. So Toy Story two was okay. <laughs> well, I think Toy Story two was good if you didn't think of it as Woody and Buzz movie. Mm. Like, like Toy, Sto- Toy Story two to me was a Jesse movie. If you focused on Jesse, that will kill you. <laughs> like that movie will kill you so much. Like um, it's it's. I want to say Sarah McLaughlin's the one that sings that song when she loved me. Oh god, yeah, and and yeah, like if if you know Sarah McLachlan about songs about sad puppies, then you you'll 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 be bawling just as much seeing her sing about um, sad dolls. Does she have any happy songs, or are they all like that? Are and those just the popular ones? 
Nah, I'm pretty sure she she. she I want to say she, I want to say she's the one that sang that one song. Every day is a winding up. like that uh, one, and that one was kind of happy. Kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of yeah. pushing <laughs> it, it to was, be happy. It was hopeful. Yeah. Um, well, because when I think happy, I think straight up like Leslie Gore, sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Everything that's one. Um, I think I think literal. Um, the feeling that you're getting force-fed sugar. Yeah. I think happy, happy music. Yeah. Um, Bubblegum. Happy, yeah. happy, joy, joy. Yeah, literal sure. bubblegum pop. Yeah, I was trying. like I said, I was trying to catch up on DC. Uh-huh. And uh, the two other ones I, I really liked were um, were um, um, Earth 2, which mm. is still still good. It's called Earth 2 Society now. Nice. But there's some nice uh, twists going on in there. I guess, spoiler, uh, Dick Grayson is the, is the Batman now. I mean, he's he's Earth Two, Dick Grayson. He's not like oh, okay, okay. This okay. isn't this isn't like Batman Beyond where they just throw in their popular character into Earth Two so they could do that. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, yeah, it's it's Earth Two um, version of him, and he he basically had his his spine broken during during uh, Convergence, uh-huh. and then for a while he was given the ability to walk by this that like the main villain. He was kind of it was interesting. He was like a observer that that was with the the main villain uh-huh. and kind of talking to him, and eventually turned him to their side. So he was a he like a, like a real uh, pivotal role. And then now he's Batman, and he basically has like a robotic spine thing going on, and it's kind of, it, it acts up. It's, it's interesting. It seems like they're making him into what they did when they reintroduced Barbara Gordon as Batgirl when the New Fifty Two started. Well, he feels more like the Batman after um, Bane broke his back. Oh, okay. But when he came back, but he was not one hundred percent, and he had the whole back thing still. Yeah, when, when he did Night's End. Yeah, so, so that's pretty good. And then uh, and then Gotham by Midnight. Which is interesting. It mm-hmm. it kind of feels like uh, like Hellblazer, but DCified, like kind of like PC ish, okay. like a person. And it's uh, it stars Jim Corrigan uh, with the Spectre. Oh, okay. And it's him dealing with uh, ghosts and demons and things. And you know, if he ever needs it, the freaking Spectre will show up and just completely destroy whatever they're fighting. Oh, good. I, I need I need a good Spectre comic. I missed I've missed him being Spirit of Vengeance. I hated when he was Spirit of Redemption. Which is sad because that was when he was Hal Jordan. Yeah, and I, and I love Hal Jordan, but yeah, like I he do. was not a good. Spectre. I do too, but it didn't feel right. Yeah, even even when when Christmas Allen took over the third Spectre, mm-hmm. it just still didn't feel right. And now I like the, I like him to be kind of like Ghost Rider, where it's like the guy with the spirit is is important, but then when the spirit gets unleashed, it's like the spirit is crazy. Like you don't want the spirit to come out of me, but it's it's gonna happen. <laughs> Well, I loved. I forget what movie it was. Like one of the one of the DC animated movies, mm-hmm. but they had a short at the beginning of it of the Spectre, and they played it very grindhousey, like seventies grindhouse, where like it kind of even looked aged, nice in a way. Like you can see the lines and stuff like that, and um, and that one was a good Spectre story. Like it was it was uh, the way make I it looked like uh, heavy metal. <laughs> mm, no, no, not not, not that bad. <laughs> too, too aged. Yeah, a little, little bit. Um, no, it still looked like Bruce Tim style animation. Mm-hmm. It was just that they made it look like as if it was film, like like um, cool. like scratched up film yeah. kind of feel. Um, and yeah, he kills like a lot of people. Well, not a lot, but it's just like it's one of those things enough. where like he kills yeah, he, do, he, he he does it in a way that I'm used to seeing the Spectre kind of enact vengeance. But does he take down Galactus? Not <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, I just feel like referencing that again. This isn't '90s Fantastic Four. Uh, I was um, loved actually recently in a Thunderbolts comic. Um, the 
the Punisher was trying to take down all the members of the Thunderbolts, mm-hmm. and um, he went to take out Ghost Rider, and Ghost Rider basically tried to fight him off by doing the penance stare on him. Oh yeah, it didn't work, right? Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's the only person that has never worked on. He's like, jokes on you. I don't regret anything I've done. Well, but then again, um, well, that, that he's done it on because, like, I mean, he tried to fight the Hulk, but he's like, nope, Hulk's innocent. He's like, drives away. <laughs> like, yeah, because well, because he said he was innocent. Yeah, can, uh, but like, Punisher is the only guilty person that's gotten away with it because he has no guilt. Yeah, he has no remorse over anything that he's done. He's got no guilt for anything he's done. He's like, everything I've done is for the greater good. Whatever. I don't give. I don't give a fool. <laughs> But then, and then what is? And then he he recites an incantation that removes the Ghost Rider from Johnny Blaze. Oh, yeah. And then Johnny's like, "Cool, nice. see ya." And he's yeah, like, he just, yeah, I remember this now. <laughs> oh man, you're you're a lifesaver. Yeah, <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> um, you see the the season two uh, promo for Gotham. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, they're bringing back the 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 might be Joker character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're really pushing him. I, I wonder if he's going to be just straight up Joker. Because I kind of liked when they were hinting that there were multiple uh, Jokers. And well, we don't know which one is the real one. Well, even even Joker himself has said in the comics, if I'm going to have a, if I'm going to have an origin story, I kind of want it to be multiple choice. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if like you build up this guy to be Joker and you kill him off in the season finale. That would be fun. Like, that's what I was saying. Like I, When we saw the, the Fear of the Evil Dead uh, premiere last night. Yeah. I was, I was, I, I, when you guys saw, when you saw it, I, I fell asleep. Yeah. I was partially, I, what I wanted to happen, and I thought it would have been hilarious, and at the same time, kind of like uh, instilling into you the idea of what a show like Walking Dead is about. Mm-hmm. Do an entire premiere episode and kill off every character that they've built up in that premiere. So, Game of Thrones. That'd be in a way. Oh, more than Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones has never done that. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like, um, like that's what that's why people thought like Psycho back in the day, and then even when Scream brought it back, like Psycho, you thought it was gonna be a whole different movie until the shower scene. Yep. Yeah. And then the entire movie flips over and becomes a completely different thing. And same thing with uh, with uh, Scream. Uh, Drew Barrymore was the biggest draw of the movie, and you killed her in the first scene. And up until like from between Psycho and Scream, nobody really did that. And that's what I was kind of anticipating for the show. Like I wanted, I wanted to see like the idea nice. that like that like here's some people that you're gonna ca- that you think you're gonna care about that you genuinely feel like you're gonna you're gonna give a crap about, and they're all wiped out at the beginning. Especially since this isn't based on a comic. Like like yeah, Walking you can do Dead whatever is. you want. Yeah, you can build up who you want, what you want, and just kill them wherever. By the way, I love the fact that it's in L.A. and I can go and go. Oh, I know exactly where that is. Watching. Um, well, this is just good research for the for the future zombie apocalypse. Yeah. You can go like, well, that didn't, that place didn't work for anybody, so I'm not going to go there. <laughs> well, like the scene. There's a scene where um, where uh, the the oldest son of the family mm-hmm. uh, he goes to talk to the drug dealer that sold him this junk. And um, <laughs> you, don't want your, you don't want your dealer holding your junk. Well, no, 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 that well, sold, sold him the junk. junk. Oh, I thought you said he was holding. Oh, yeah. I think he was just holding his junk. No, and like, I'm, and like they're, they're, they're eating it. <laughs> they're like, eating. Stop holding my junk. I just want the drugs. <laughs> they're meeting up at a diner. Well, this is how he's paying for it. No, I'm kidding. Um, they're, they're meeting up at a diner and they're talking about it. And I'm like, oh, that's the Denny's right where the ten, the one hundred and one. And the five meet. Do you think that's a real thing? Meeting your drug dealer at Denny's? I mean, it is open twenty four hours. I would, I would go with Norms. <laughs> you got better food. Nah, Dan, Dan doesn't like Norms. Um, I I got sick the the like the 
the last two times that I went, I got sick, and there were different locations, so I stopped going to Denny, I stopped going to Norms. For me, I I once Dif- different locations, different food. St- <laughs> still got sick both times. Yeah, I, I I remember I went to Norms once, got a gumbo with a rubber band in it. Still went back. I don't care. I didn't get I didn't get sick from it. I got two free meals from it. Like I, I just I just I just thought to myself, man, this piece of gumbo is really chewy. And then I pulled out a rubber band, and they're like, "We're so sorry. Here's a coupon for two free lunches." Um, I'm like, "Hell yeah! I'll be back here for a turkey club." Um, I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep the rubber band for the future. Every time I eat gumbo, I think of that movie. Uh, you ever see Down Periscope? Nope. With a Kelsey Grammer. It's a good movie. Um, Patton Oswalt's in it. Doesn't do a damn thing. He's just a background fixture at this point. Uh, and I think part of that is because of the fact that um, Toby Huss is in the movie. Mm-hmm. And he's and like he's bigger than at the, at this point in time. Toby Huss you might know better as... Um, he's the voice of Khan Supanusimpon on, uh, on King of the Hill. Uh-huh. He's uh, Artie, the strongest man in the world from the adventures of Pete and Pete. Um... But is he is he also literally bigger? Or is no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I think at the time he was a bigger name. Okay. Mm. And uh, and because like Pat Oswalt at this point I think was just just starting out, so you don't see him. But they're part of the same area that they, they're, they're the communication section of the thing. Mm. And uh, anyway, there's a scene where um, Rob Schneider's character talks to the cook, and he goes, um, he tells him he's like, oh, I found a toenail in my food today. He's like. Oh, He's like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, yesterday it was a Band-Aid. I was like, well, the Band-Aid was holding the fingernail on. <laughs> like, like, Rob Schneider's character is the dick of the of that entire movie. So, of course, they're doing whatever they want to do to him. Makes sense. Because he's Rob Schneider. Um, like, like turning him into staplers? Yeah, turning him into staplers and carrots and um, derp a derp a derms derp a derp a Uh-huh, 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 yeah, yeah. I, uh... What? <laughs> um, I, I was t- I was telling Ed here that the uh, there's a there's a One Piece special that just got got released on, on uh, Crunchyroll. Uh-huh. I, I find it interesting that it was like like I still remember the days when I had to look up like like anime on like Real Player and it would be bad quality and it would be like a like a year and a half after it came out in Japan. Yeah. The, this is a special. It's not even a regular episode, and it aired the same day, the same time as in Japan, <laughs> with subtitles. Jesus Christ! Like, I don't even know how. Like it, like I'm not it, complaining. Like it premiered like at 1 a.m. because of the time difference. Yeah. But, but we got it at the same exact time. <laughs> not complaining, but still. Yeah. yeah. It's just really impressive to me how far we've come. Yeah. That 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 anime what used to be so taboo and so you can only find in like maybe luckily three VHS cassettes at your local Omni Video. Not even Blockbuster. It had to be the third party sort of chain. And now it's like you can find it wherever the hell you want. And like and like all the all the anime recommend uh, all the anime that I mentioned on the podcast uh-huh. like like last episode, they're they're all available for free. Either on Crunchyroll or Funimation or like the main site or Hulu mm. or one of those sites. They're they're all there for free. It's like, and they come out the same the same same week. Maybe you have to wait a week if you don't pay for the service. But mm. like, and and maybe watch a couple of ads. Yeah. yeah, that's about it. So yeah, unless you have so, ad blocker come. Yeah, so if uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say anybody that does a streaming service <laughs> can obviously sponsor us for us to push for oh, them, shit. but don't say that. 
edit that out. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, well, no, like, no, no, no. Just if you want to support them, don't don't use that. I mean, yeah. yeah. Or if you want to support Sometimes, them, then by all means, probably buy the. The by the premium service like i mean yeah exactly it? because then Qu- you don't have to pay for ads anyway like what Crunchyroll only costs like seven bucks a month yeah and uh and if you get funimations they actually have dub uh like the same week too it's ridiculous like they they, they dub it in a week and then so so a week after japan there's already a double version that, that reminds me of um and you, can do, you can do dub with subs there's an, there's an issue of womp comic uh-huh. if you ever read that one um i know you guys do but i'm talking to the audience yeah. um where he meets some aliens that offer him the babblefish. Oh, yeah. And he goes, no, thank you. I prefer subs. <laughs> like, uh, like subs, not dubs. Yeah, he's like, it'll, it'll allow you to hear any language in your language. He's like, no, thanks. I, I, I prefer subtitles. <laughs> it's just horrible. All right. I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Um, always know. You can hit us up on our on our Twitter account, uh, at Procrast Podcast. You can email us at um, podcastprocrastination at gmail.com. Uh, we record live here at Undercity Comics in Uptown Whittier off of um, off of Philadelphia. And yeah. we're not we're not saying that so you can visit us though. Don't don't come visit us while we're doing the park. Oh, that's okay. They don't they don't know when we record. I've never yeah. said when we record. That's so, true. So you can you can we could record this yesterday. Yeah, we could we probably will. I yeah. don't know if I'm gonna have time to well, that, finish that's, that's joke. I don't know, man. I'm tired, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say anything. He just looked at you. <laughs> Anywho, this is Isaiah. <laughs> I almost said Ed. <laughs> and this is Dan. And Dan. <laughs> Telling you, take care and get a good night's rest. Yes, we yes. love you. <laughs>